Rain Culture, the best basketball podcast in the world dedicated to what makes you win that elusive title. We all chasing that. It's playoff time, of course. Second round is in motion. I'm joined by the fellas, D'Lo, Osei, Jamar. What's going on, guys? What is goody? What's goody? What's good? Oh, shit. Yeah, D'Lo, he jumped out, but he's going to jump back in. Probably something with his phone or his laptop. But we're going to get it started. Yeah, see, he's jumping right back in. You good, D'Lo? Yeah, I fell off for a minute. Hold on, hold on. Oh, shit. Uh... Yeah, I fell off for a minute. I don't know what happened, but... Looking like Victor Moon Jr. Man, what I'm trying to Victor figure out. I, I got, I got, I was distracted because I just seen LeBron and Quinn Cook. LeBron <laughs> <laughs> has a fucking handshake for every nigga, bro. I mean, Quinn Cook is his former teammate. They want to ring together, man. God damn, every nigga, of every course. nigga. I see he has, he has, he remember all these handshakes. He has photographic memory, man. LeBron is a very intelligent young man when it comes to emotional intelligence and connecting bonds with people. I think that's what helps him, you know, be the great teammate that he is, that of course he can be demanding, but you're going to have fun with him as a teammate too. So yeah, it's cool. But I mean, you know, you know, some of the handshakes, they don't be wanting to do it. Like the handshake he be doing with Rui, the little hoodie I'm like, I know Rui. Really <laughs> that joint kind of low key is uh, it's questionable. I don't yeah, know. If, I don't know if the, if the Asian community, the com- Asian community, really fucks with that. Yeah, it's racist to Rui. Rui don't want to do that joint, but he has to. It's LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> he, said he has to. <laughs> you be seeing that joint, him and Rui. That should be having me weak, man. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Before we get into that series, because I think that's the most exciting series, uh, Lakers Warriors, it's about to tip off in about 20 minutes. Let's talk about the breaking news that happened today. Um, the first one, of course, Mike Budenholzer, former head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, led them to the title in 2021. Eh, did he lead them or did Ma- Monty Williams and the Suns trick it. It's all up to you and what you think. But um, I think the Bucks did the right thing of firing Budenholzer after they were the one seed and were upset by Miami. It shows how aggressive they are and that they realize that this window to maximize this championship roster, you have to take advantage of it. And I know we've talked about it a lot on the pod. D'Lo and I have uh, especially, you know, tried to figure out what is the importance of a head coach, but I think we see it in the postseason. A lot of guys have maybe equal or slightly better rosters, but you see the advantage in the coach. For example, the Knicks and Cavaliers series. Thibodeau coached circles around J.B. Bickerstaff. And we saw five games, like even, of course, with the Heat. Sure, 
Budenholzer, he got out coached by Spolstra too, because for the Heat to lose their second best score in Tyler Hero and to still win in five, that's embarrassing by Milwaukee. But um, what did you guys feel about Budenholzer getting fired? Was it justified or you think it was a little unfair? Unfair to me. I think they was just looking for a scapegoat and Blue Holders was the easiest one to point their finger at. So they ran with it. I agree. I think that when a season is a failure or well, Giannis doesn't see it as a failure, of course, but when niggas don't get to their destination. He thinks it's a failure. Don't let the Nike promo fool you, D'Lo. You know he thinks he's a failure to see oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going off of what he was saying. But, uh... Sure, for sure. Yeah, but, uh, when niggas don't get to, you know, they're supposed to go to the finals or either the... Definitely the Eastern Conference Finals. I know, I think everybody in here might have had them to go in that far. But, uh... When you don't reach that goal, somebody's going to get fired. And usually it's the coach. Who else is going to get blamed? Like, somebody's going to get fired. And this Budenholzer was the nigga to get fired. But the thing about it is, like, what this is the only bad year he's had. There's niggas in the league right now that's had one, two, three, four chances and still not fired. I mean, I guess because it's the Bucks and, you know, niggas are supposed to be higher than what they are, but still. You mentioned, D'Lo, that we all had them in the final four at least. Do you guys realize the only time they went to the conference finals is the year they won the title? Other than yeah, maybe losing in the second round or earlier. So they'd be underachieving every year, except for the one year they won the title. I was just about to say that, bro. I think this this five, this I think is a little long overdue. I think the only reason he's lasted this long was because they got that ring in 2021. And even when you think about the run that they had, he almost got outcoached by Steve Nash, bro. Remember, we took him to seven yeah, games. That was nasty. We took him to seven games OT with just Kevin Durant. No James Harden on one leg, no Kyrie Irving. And he almost still lost that joint. And then even in that run, who did he get in the next round? Atlanta with Trey Young. And then we was just talking about it off pod how – Monty Williams ain't that type of coach. So I, I think it's long overdue. I think I think a better coach will be able to reach a certain uh, – that next gear with Giannis, that next level, because I feel like he has one more level to get to. But I just feel like Mike Budenholzer was just holding him back. And I really think, like, now with this firing now, now it's the next step. Who they going to hire next? I think that's the next important thing. If they trick this shit, the next coach – and I think Giannis might be out of Milwaukee, so they they better get this next coach right. But I think I I think it's justified because, like you just said, Dan, outside of the year they won the ring, he low key underachieved every year. Yeah, and no, my bad. They did make the conference finals twenty nineteen against Toronto, and I think they were up two nil. Let's see, I see soccer mindset. I think they were up two zero, and then they lost four straight in that series. Yeah, because I remember Kawhi said, let me guard Giannis. Yeah, and then they built that wall. Shout out to President Trump. You know, they built a wall around Giannis, and then, you know, it got it got tough. But do you guys think that Nick Nurse is the only legit candidate for this opportunity, or do you think 
somebody else might be in the cut. That's what I was gearing to get to, bro. Like, I don't think it's there, it's more than the coach. It's it's deeper than the coach. The team roster is dumb. Like, literally, you look at the roster, right? I'm cool with Bobby Porras. I'm cool with Brooke Lopez. I'm cool with Middleton, Holiday, Giannis, right? Outside of that, they have Ingles, who's on a – he's a hunchback nigga. The niggas moves like he's 40. <laughs> yeah, Grayson Allen, okay. Yeah, that's he's, your big brother. Yeah, I fuck – he's a Duke – he's a Duke – he's my Duke brother. But he's – you know what I'm saying? He's not it. You know what I'm saying? He's not a nigga that I'm going to be counting on on a nightly basis. You feel me? Yeah. Then you have Baldy, Javon Carter. Yeah, don't mention him around Jamar, please. <laughs> which we don't know what we're going to get from him, bro. Like, we just don't know. And then we got, a, we got that one white boy who nice, though. I give him, I can't remember. He like a, a 3 and D, like 6'8. Uh, I can't remember his name, though. Like, if you've seen him in the street, you wouldn't think he's. Pat Connington? Yeah, that nigga. Pat right Connington? I fuck with Pat Connington. Yeah, but he's he, cool. He's not consistent as well, though, bro. Role players, man. Yeah, so, but yeah, but I think I need you to at least put me, give me at least seven, eight consistently, bro. That's all. Damn, I'm so yeah, Jay Crowder didn't even fucking play. What the hell they signed that nigga for? I forgot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was, was telling Osei. I was telling Osei the Suns let this brother sit on ice all year. Nobody wanted him until the buyout. He's cooked right now. He said he set out in Phoenix because he ain't know what his role was. So, yeah, you know why he didn't know what his role was? Because they deleted his role because it was up. I mean, them young niggas probably took it. Uh, All right. Uh, it wasn't it, even it, just them. It, they were already they already took his job last year. Yeah, but they didn't even deserve to take his job, bro. They had niggas like Ian Wainwright, bro. He's slight, bro. He's not doing anything, bro. Ian Wainwright, Tory Craig. And uh, okay, yeah, like Tory Craig, man. Bro, Tory Craig is slight, bro. Like, I'm gonna just be honest. Bro. <laughs> Kogi's he's like the younger, yeah. I guess, more bro, he's trash too, bro. version of Crowder, but he's he trash, just bro. He's a fake ass OG and an OB, bro. Don't let don't let D Lo get excited about the Africans, please. Bro, no, Okogi's slight, though, bro. <laughs> he's not good. Oh, he is like, he's just a defensive, nigga. that's it. Yeah, just he's anything. just a hard worker, yeah, hard working, nigga. hustle boy. Jamar, my man, is Nick Nurse the only viable option to coach Milwaukee? Uh, shit, man, I I think so because I think like like unless you pull a coach out the cut, but I mean, do you really want to coach out the cut? Like, you really want a coach who has some type of championship pedigree and championship level experience and who actually has done it? Like, you don't want to bring in a coach who's never done it. With Giannis, who's won a ring, you know, and I, Frank I, Vogel. Oh, yeah, maybe Frank Vogel too. He's a defensive guy, but I, I, the reason why I say Nick Nurse is because Nick Nurse was in the system with the Raptors, like you were talking about, Dan, with that whole 6 9 concept. So I think he can like bring that to Milwaukee, maybe tweak it a little bit, especially build it around Giannis. And I think like that type of system around Giannis you add some shooters and I think Nick Nurse is actually good coach with X's and O's too so he'll yeah, be able to yeah. get Giannis with better scoring opportunities than you know Nick Nurse I mean than Mike just giving him the ball and I don't know bro I just ain't never really fuck with Mike Budenholzer I ain't even gonna cap 
D'Lo, he is a, a man that, among many talents, he's great at giving guys nicknames. Uh, he calls Dwayne Casey, who I also forgot that the Detroit job is open because he moved up to the front office. He calls Dwayne Casey the clapper. I used to call, y'all remember King of the Hill? Hank yeah. Hill? You know, his. y'all remember his catchphrase, D'Lo? Jamar will say when he would get sick, hit you with the ball. Yeah. Oh, he, face. he always has the face, always looking shocked. Like he don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh, oh that's facts. That is the look that nigga be having on his face. He always be looking nervous, man. You don't inspire no confidence with that face. <laughs> I thought you was going to say that when he be like, Dag, nabbit. <laughs> 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 oh, that one too. That one was funny as shit. Yeah. Look at man, and I I guess I not even I guess I we should also mention the Bucks general manager. His name is John Horst. Do you think post winning the championship he's done? What would you rate his performance in building the roster? Oh, F, bro. F, bro. Because <laughs> he didn't do shit. He didn't. What did he do? He, after they won, and that's the problem when some people win the championship, they don't understand, bro. You got to get better. Like, you can't just sit there and pack. Like, I don't, I'm trying to think of who they brought in. Like, like uh, D'Lo said, Joe Ingles, Jay Crowder, none of these, none of those names are moving any type of needles or making you better. Like, Brooke Lopez got incrementally better. Uh, Drew Holiday got incrementally better. But like, oh yeah, Bobby Portis too. But outside of that, they didn't bring anybody on the roster to really help them. So, nah, I, I mean, think, I think some of their problem is the city of Milwaukee. Like, don't nobody want to come to Milwaukee to play basketball with these niggas. Like, yeah. there's no fun culture in Milwaukee, and there's nobody really like on the team. If you look at the team, the only fun person is Giannis. Everybody else is like, yeah. you don't you think know, it's, it's no uh, nah, Lopez, I don't know. Like, oh, he can have fun, but it's like that corny fun with yeah, I fuck with Drew Holiday, but the nigga already stated that he has about two more years and he's gonna retire. Yeah, he's ready to be a family man. Yeah, bro. So niggas better already get to start planning because Drew Holiday won't be around much longer. Like, <laughs> yeah. That opens up a roster spot, a max roster spot. We could use that. Giannis is about to be gone, too. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. Yeah. But you guys, do you guys remember in a couple a couple years ago, the Bucks tried to get Bogdan Bogdanovich from the Kings in a sign and trade? A few minutes after they got Drew Holiday, they tried to get Bogdanovich. Ended up not working out because, you know, some corruption was going on because the deal was done in a trade before free agency was open. So it was collusion. And then Bogdanovich ended up going to the Hawks. Do you think if they get Bogdanovich, that's a key player that could have helped them? Repeat? The young one or the older one? The one that played for Detroit or the one that played for Atlanta? The young one that plays for Atlanta. Shit, See yeah. that that would have been a good pickup, right? The Detroit one was younger than the one in Atlanta. 
Yeah. Nah, the Detroit one is the old one that used to play for the Nets. Yeah. Nah, nah, then. Nah. Uh-uh. I'm not fucking with the young ones. Uh, you don't fucking, like the Atlanta one? I'm fucking with the Detroit Bondanovich. I'm not fucking with the Atlanta Bondanovich. <laughs> yeah. I like the, I like the uh Atlanta one, man. He's cool. He ain't done yeah. shit in two years, bro. For what, yeah, for what Milwaukee <laughs> would have needed, I thought he would have been straight. But that's because, because he's in Atlanta, Detroit. another basketball cesspool. Come on, man. But he but that has nothing to do with his health, though. A couple years ago, he was a key player in helping him make the conference finals. Uh, this year, yeah, but... he played in 54 games, averaged 14 a game, shot 40% from three. But you, Plus, he you... got that bread, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Year, he played in 63 games, and the year before that, 44 games. See? You see? So if you're not healthy, you're not <laughs> on the floor, what do I need you for, bro? You feel me? You could be good, like you said, but if you can't actually stay on the floor, then what's the use? I don't know what's going on with him, but if he was in Atlanta, you know there's more distractions than uh, Milwaukee. That's all I'll say. So you blaming it on Atlanta? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, how many Super Bowls have they won in that city? Nothing. He's not a nigger. Never won a, like that. A, just because he's not a black man doesn't mean there's not distractions. <laughs> The legs yeah. are everywhere. They you just know it's more distractions for niggas like us than uh Bandana. Oh no, he's been in the NBA for a long time. When those brothers get ingratiated in that culture, they love the ladies as well, man. Yeah. You know, you know, Atlanta's is slim when it comes to straight men. So you know, the <laughs> ladies is really out there choosing. Look at the viral Remember the viral Knicks pick a couple uh, months ago? The only brother, the only person that had a black girl was the white European. So, you know. <laughs> but all right. Enough <laughs> Bucks talk, man. Enough Bucks talk. Let's talk about the most exciting series now. Say it's your time to shine. My Lakers. Yeah, y'all. My, my boy. Game one, 117-112. Game two is going to start in a few minutes. How confident are you with the Lakers to finish this series in six, seven games? And do you think uh, LeBron's injuries are showing up in this series already? No, I don't think LeBron's injuries are uh, having enough an effect. I mean, like you said, you said that it might have affected his lift on his shot. I don't think so. I just think he just broke he, his usual. He's been, shooting, yeah, he's been shooting terribly from three off postseason. All year. All year, bro. Yeah, so, been, yeah, that's true. He has been shooting shitty all year. That's true. I'm just waiting for him to catch one of those, you know, streaky nights where he gets seven, eight, threes. But as far as how fast I think they're going to close this zone out. I said five in the group chat, but I'll give it six because, you know, niggas wanna, might want to take a rest or be easy one game or so, depending on the mo you know, the lead they have. They might, you know, take a, a step back, but they shouldn't. They should try to close this shit out fast as shit so they can really rest for the conference finals. Dilo, are you feeling the same way? It's going to be a walkthrough for the Lakers. 
Shit, man. It's, uh, it's looking like he kind of, for real, for real. I'm not even sure. Seen a lot of 360 with, uh, with... three three sixty outlooks on this, John. Me in a 180 because the 360 just brings you back to school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. 180, complete 180 on niggas' well, thoughts on the Lakers. Well, it's just I'm not liking how they're playing. The first game, I didn't like how it went. And I'm not liking the coaching with Jermichael Green starting. I don't understand why Looney's not starting, Jermichael Green starting. When Looney is the one that averaged that got 20 rebounds last game, you're gonna put a nigga that's six eight, the same size as like Draymond Green or a little bit maybe a little bit taller than Draymond Green at center. And Looney's on the bench. Why? He's been playing good. Why the fuck are you gonna start Jermichael Green? The nigga hasn't even played. He didn't even play last series. So why the fuck is he starting? So I just think that they're all discombobulated, and I think the Lakers is gonna take advantage of it. They probably gonna steal this game as well, for real, for real. That's what I got. Unless Curry drops like fifty, like he did like uh two night two games ago. Game seven, hey man. They're trying to they're trying to use Jermichael Green to spread the floor because the nigga was cooking us last game with them threes. We were leaving the nigga open, and he was making them. So hey, need more bro. points. That's one game, but okay, who's gonna rebound though? The nigga. Yeah, I was about to say they, they about to lose on the rebound the other side. They, I guess, they banking on them making more shots. I don't know. I don't see it, bro. Jamar, do you think that this decision is more tactical, or do you think Looney might just be extra gassed up from that board battle he had against AD, where they both ended the game with twenty three rebounds each? I don't think it was anything tactical. I just think it was game one. They was filling everything out and seeing what it was. I got Golden State winning this next game. I'm not taking too much stock in anything that happened in that game one because I don't see um, Anthony Davis going 30 for 23 again. I don't see fucking uh, with Clay, Poole, and... The other homie knocking down six threes each. Um, so it was a lot of things that happened in that first game that I don't see happening again. Um, I just think that the Warriors are going to win this game. It's just going to be that crowd going to get under them. And like like Osei was saying, man, like you can't take days off, but they're going to have to because we know LeBron James can't go a hundo every night like in his prime. And we know AD just takes nights off off the strength. So if that's what we're banking on, then they're going to trick a game or two based off of that logic alone. Because I can't see the Warriors taking their foot off the gas like or anything like that. So I honestly think – and I, the Warriors know that they can't lose this game just off of NBA history going down 0-2, even though we've seen – throughout history teams coming back from 0-2 that really doesn't mean anything but it does mean something that they're the home team going down 0-2 so they know they can't lose this game and again I feel like if the Lakers feel like they're losing this game they're just gonna mail it in early and you know go back to La La Land I'm not really speaking off travel too because they both in Cali so that's not really an excuse for any of these teams either they low-key can yeah, stay in yeah. the and, and travel to each joint before the game um, but yeah, the, the rebounding thing, I just think, you know, they, they both got weaknesses. Um, I think the Warriors are just weakened on the, in the inside. That's going to hurt them. And I think the Lakers 
don't really got no shooting. So they're going to have big lapses where they really can't put the ball in the basket. So we're just going to see who's going to be more consistent. And uh, that um, Kevon Looney is playing because uh, he has an illness. He's That's why he's not starting. So that's why Jermichael Green is starting the game. Looney is sick, not feeling well. He's still going to power through it and play. Uh, illness? Yeah. What kind of illness, bro? And that makes sense because he was looking tired in, a, in game one. And I was like, damn, why this nigga look so tired? I got so that, COVID, that bro. Mike got COVID. COVID is still out here. <laughs> yeah, it is still moving. Uh, I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah. Right, all right. Get better, my guy. <laughs> Just that nigga don't care about the shit no more. You got sick from grabbing boards, my boy? Bro, is this nigga... Don't don't what he's doing in his free time. If Brian gets sick, bro, then that ain't an excuse. If Kevin no, Looney gets sick... No, 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 no. No, no, I'm saying it because if, if, if a nigga like... If AD or LeBron had a sick zone, niggas would be like, what What are you talking about? How is he sick? That's why I'm saying that. Because this nigga don't do shit. He just get bored. What are you sick for, bro? You can't you say you can't get sick to do with basketball, bro. You could just no. get sick because somebody sneezed on or something, bro. But had it been Braun or AD, it would have been, oh, uh, why are they, why are they uh, sick? Uh, How are they sick? How can they be sick? He's too oh, obsessed with his people, man. He's too obsessed with weirdos on the internet and what they think. <laughs> what is nah, I'm that? just saying. It would have been questions around how he's sick. Why is no, he sick? How? Niggas get sick, man. Is it a question, Michael Jordan? Exactly. Blue game, right? We question it now after the documentary. How did that happen? But nobody in the moment, people just going to be like, oh, they got sick. Like, I've never seen anybody, like, even cover it where anybody got sick. Oh, how did they get sick? How exactly did they get? No, nah, they just say, oh, he has the flu. He has this. He has so, a non-COVID illness. And they just keep it pushing, bro. So is he not playing or he's just not starting? He's going to play, but he's going to be heats. Okay, then, bro. We... Okay, I, I guess he was tired. I guess it's fatigue. Fatigue, I guess. So you're, saying, so you're saying he's playing, so you're saying he's playing, so if he's sick, sick, why is he playing? Now you're basically saying? Because it's the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it's the playoffs. You got to play. Yes, yeah, why? So you're an important piece, part of your, your team. So, I mean, hey. But that might be the coach's decision, though. Yeah. Oh, wait. I mean, we do know coach? Steve, Steve Kerr is that's the coach's decision. Comes with the he does like to play with conservatives. I don't know. You can't play conservative in the playoffs, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know what niggas think it is, what time it is right now, but I would is I would it? want I would want Looney playing as much as possible right now against conservative. Y'all don't even got a big lineup. Y'all don't got JaVel McGee as a backup no more. I don't have a seven foot nigga. <laughs> they can't kill the nigga though, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> we pass out on the court. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I I think um the Warriors should win this series because yeah, I don't trust how LeBron is looking, but anything is hold on. So you was just on the on the group chat. You was just in the group chat talking about man. I'm riding with the Lakers, man. The Lakers are looking hot right now. I might have to take in on that bet. Oh, yeah, I was lying. What happened, bro? I was lying. <laughs> I like the gas niggas. I like the gas niggas. <laughs> I robbed them. You know? 
I knew I knew it was too good to be true. I knew it was you too know, good to be true. You know, I don't believe that, in that nonsense. I don't believe in this Disney story. It don't even sound it. It sounded. It even sounded. It sounded like you was just trying to jazz the joint. <laughs> Yeah, I just wanted you just to, to hear what niggas was going to say. Yeah, I wanted you to get excited. <laughs> I've been excited since we were two and ten, my boy. Why I didn't even? I'm not why I didn't even entertain this 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 uh this series. I know you was trying to get me in. I'm like, nah. I'm not <laughs> well, nobody trying to fall for the okie doke on this yeah. one. Speaking of falling for the okie doke, your boy James Harden, you believed in him. You and D-Lo, you guys. I was forced to. Oh, I know, no, 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 no. point masterpiece was going to be the norm. And then the very next game, Jamar, you see his tribute to Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, two for 14. Yeah, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day to all the lovers out there. Two for 14, right? What's your excuse? So say, break it down for us. Why was your boy Pooh? Hey, he, had to, he had to get back. Y'all hear me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we hear the Nah, I think uh I think what happened was and B came back, so niggas had to figure out how to go about it. Like, you know, like niggas said niggas had to fill out game one. My man Harden had to fill out the game with MB back in it after he had a big one. So I mean, I guess he was second guessing some shots. I don't know if he was I didn't even watch the game for real, so I can't really call it. But it seems like the nigga was just not in it because MB was back and niggas trying to work in B. But I've seen that in B. Then you didn't have, see the trap house you know, that game. with his breaks. But let me let me piggyback off that. B didn't okay. have a big game either, though. You know. Let me, let me piggyback off that. Jose, shit. Yeah, nobody. Had nobody have a good game because you know he's playing hurt, so that's why Harden still no. needs to be aggressive. But now he's on his. Passer shit trying to Embiid, you're the MVP. You do it, big homie. Take us. Nobody had a good game. Let's just be honest. I'm looking at the box score right Maxie now. Had a good game. Even Jason Tatum had a bad game. Jason Tatum had seven. Yeah. He has seven points. Okay. Jason, uh, yeah, uh, Brown, uh, Jalen Brown, and Maxi were the best players that game. Game two. exactly. But okay, Jason. Tatum, you would never think Jason Tatum was gonna have seven points. Let's just I be mean, honest. He like, in the finals. I don't really believe in him no. either. Seven points, seven points. We're not gonna see. I don't really believe in that. I wouldn't necessarily say seven, but I've seen Jason Tatum like. Yeah, I don't really uh, believe in that guy. But seven Ooh. points though. Yeah, I don't. I don't, really, I don't fall for the Duke hype with him. Man. But, but <laughs> see, Dan is funny. Seven <laughs> I, points, no. But I've seen Jason Tatum cook like drop fifty in a game. And then the next game, like, where are you? I can't find you. 17 points, 16 points, like eight for 24 type That's shit. That's different, though. You're right, though, Jamar. You're right, right though. But seven points. That's all I want to say. But uh, even in B, 15, Maxi 13. You see, he had a good game. He had 13, bro. He was 16. Yeah, that's 14, bro. Come on. Nobody had a good game, yeah, bro. Nobody niggas, had, that's a bad niggas game. was out of sync, bro. Let's just, just be honest. Yeah. Niggas is out of sync. Harden 30, had a by, bad game by forty. Huh? That game was over. Okay, fast. but but Harden's not the whole team, though. You feel me? I mean, yeah, but nobody else came. Nobody else came either. <laughs> but I can grab watch James Harden. Bias was low, like fourteen. Then him dropping fucking forty five. I can guarantee you that for the rest of the series. That's game one shit. 
just it was it reminds me of what he did in literally against us, bruh. In the first game, that nigga was looking like the old James Harden. I'm like, oh, James Harden got trying to show the Nets fans some shit, I guess. I, I don't know. And then every game after that, he looked like the same old James Harden. Now, given that, he does have a high basketball IQ, so he's able to still make smart passes and, you know, things like that. But, like, like I always say with James Harden, when the pressure is really on, there wasn't no pressure playing against the Nets. But when the pressure is really on, like, this series is pressure. So we're going to see. Now you tie 1-1. One, one. Let's see what happens when you go back to Philly. And like Dan said, watch, now that MB's back, he's going to be passing that shit right back to MB. Oh, hot potato, one potato, two potato, four, like five potato, six potato, seven potato more, bro. I'm trying to tell you. He ain't going to be trying to really cook like that unless it's a three, a step back three. And then after that, he's going to drive to kick, especially if once if the Celtics block his shot or cover up the paint of few times and he ain't gonna get his calls oh yeah oh yeah he, he bought and beat a roller he said take me to the promised land big man help so hey you already know i think harden like you said he is a smart player i used to be a big harden fan i bought his first two sneakers i used to have one of his jerseys that joints in ghana right now shout out to my cousins in the crib you know but i had to just be honest with myself i had to look at his game look at his mentality and see that whenever it mattered, he falls short and I can't stamp it anymore. He's still a special player that can have his moments, but you can't rely on him consistently. And I'm not even going to blame him in this series because we all know the Celtics have the most talented roster. They have the most depth in this matchup, but we'll see because once again, to the coaches, Joe Mazzula, I don't trust him. And I don't trust Doc Rivers either, but the Celtics should still win. They have too much talent. They have too many people that they can throw at Harden, like Derek White, like the Hustle Player of the Year, Marcus Smart, like Brown, like Tatum. They got different, different, yeah, so they got different guys that they can throw at Harden. You got Embiid, he's not the same, so that grandpa Al Horford can bother him and uh, Robert Williams. So I think this is going to be a series that is probably five, six games. So Yeah, because at the end of the day, man, like like you just said, the, the roster doesn't even add up compared to Boston versus Philly. And at the end of the day, like Harden said, I do believe in what he said, bro. People are expecting him to play like he played in Houston, and he can't play like he played in Houston with Embiid. When he was in Houston, he had nobody. And also, he he's not him. that same player anymore. He's older. He's not exactly. as athletic. Exactly. He's not as he's not as athletic, and he's not as lighter. He's probably about 20 pounds high, uh, heavier now. You know what I'm saying? So, he's not as serious. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not able to put up the numbers he was putting up in Houston in 2017, in 2018, how, like however long ago it was, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, he had to rechange his – he had to revive himself, kind of like how Chris Paul's doing right now. He has to revive himself, you know what I'm saying? He has to play a whole other role. Even though Chris Paul, he's a point guard, but at the end of the day, he's he you can see he's still not – he don't look the same. Yeah, yeah. Chris Paul is definitely a show of himself. Um, Osei, what did you think when you heard Marcus Smart won the Hustle Award, man? Did you think that he out-hustled you this year? 
He might have. I don't know, bro. I, when I heard about it, I don't know. That's how I thought. Uh, I thought, <laughs> said, I thought hey, that was the reason. This? I felt like that was the reason why he won Defensive Player of the Year last year. Because he was the hustle player of the year, but I don't know. They just gave it to him for whatever reasons. I guess nobody was – I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to yeah, think yeah. about that. Anymore. Hey, Jamar. I wouldn't vote Marcus Smart to win anything, so. <laughs> <laughs> you already know I didn't think he deserved defensive play of the year, but uh, fellas, this is what, according to uh, ESPN.com, Tim Bontemps' article, he states that the award is derived from – the hustle stats tracked on NBA.com, including deflections, loose balls recovered, charges drawn, screen assists, contested shots, and box out, which the league has tracked since the 2016-17 postseason. Man, that's bullshit, bro. Nobody's following. Nobody. <laughs> who the fuck? Every game is looking at how many times a nigga is boxing out and how many times a nigga. Is oh, there's up. nerds that do that. I'm telling you. I learned about screen assists because Utah Jazz fans used to guess Rudy Gobert about that. Oh, all his screen assists. Oh, man. And all I know is Marcus is not smart. Marcus hey. is dumb. Marcus dumb. Because his, <laughs> his IQ is very low, bro. That's all I can say about Marcus dumb. Because mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of questionable moves from him. Um, bro, so like the hustle man shit, I guess if you want to dive on the floor, yeah, you, you know he's jump, a big flopper. You want know, to you want to jump in the stand? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He got it because he always on the goddamn floor. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. Well, if, that, if, if, if we're going off the floor shit, we're going on glass man because he's always on the floor. Hey, man. <laughs> so he's on the floor because he falls a lot. Marcus Smart be diving in, yeah. doing all. <laughs> he had to play fifty eight games to qualify. AD didn't do that, you know. <laughs> Previous winners of the award includes. Big names like Thaddeus Young, Patrick Nigga. Beverly, Amir yeah. Johnson, and Montrez Harold. You see, that's a Beverly Award for real. For real. <laughs> yeah. oh, Hustle man. And that boy is on the 76ers. Remember this, but just a quick snippet. Remember when Montrez was talking shit to Nick Claxton earlier in the season when KD yep. was playing for us? And now this nigga is riding nothing but pine. Has he touched the floor? Oh, did he touch the floor in garbage time? Remember when there he was a, a bitch ass white boy? Yeah, now now he's alone. <laughs> Montrez can't touch, can't sniff the floor. He should have stayed in Washington. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like niggas get that little three year window where they vicious. I don't even want to say vicious. Where they nice and get a little bit of notoriety and don't realize, like, bro, you already capped. Like you capped. <laughs> Yeah, the last notable thing yeah, Montrez Harold did was move some bricks or whatever he got caught up moving. Oh, with the gas. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> I would like to see Russell Westbrook get the Hustle Man Award. He deserves it. He's a yeah, hustle man. He's a hard worker. But he has Every to do play. more dirty work. He has to get screen assists, though, say. He has to get loose balls. Pause. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> about that. Well, let's talk about a gentleman that oh, they just let that man drive to the rack like that. Jesus, my bad. <laughs> Are you good? But I was gonna say we mentioned him in the Hustle Man Award. Uh, Patrick Beverly, he's making noise like the Nazis. He has a podcast too, and he said he was talking to Russell Westbrook, and Russell Westbrook said, "Hey, man, 
the Lakers win the title. I want my ring. And then Pat Bev said, I feel you, big dog. I want my ring too. We put in work for that season. Do you guys want do you guys <laughs> did you guys want a ring on, on that circumstance that I played for a team that ended up winning the championship? They traded me. Would you still want a ring with that situation? Because I, nah. I don't think I would want that. I didn't nah. even play in the playoffs. Like the boogie thing that you was talking about earlier, I felt like they did that out of sympathy, you know, because he would have been on the team, but he couldn't play because he he got yeah. So you know, they're like, there you go. But getting traded, like they was some shit, and then they trade you, and then they get better, and you think you deserve a ring, like nigga, if you were still on the team, they might not have even made the playoffs. Like, why do you think you should get a ring, like? Because, Jamar, they wouldn't have gotten those pieces without trading me. <laughs> so, I'm about, I'm mixed, I'm mixed, because I feel, I feel like since, to be consistent, since they've already been doing this, then yes. But deep down in my heart, if it wasn't for past experiences, I would say, fuck no. Because at the end of the day, I feel like you're, you like you said, I'm not there to contribute. I'm not doing anything. So yeah, but I feel as at the same time, you guys got rid of me. I didn't ask to leave. Now it's double standards. If you get rid of if you got you got rid of me. So yeah, I want to reap the benefits for everything. You got rid of me. Now, if I left, like it's like a job. If I quit, then yeah, it's I'm I'm assuming the responsibility, whatever. But you fire me, bro. Yeah, I want get I want to get what's mine. Fuck yeah. So that's how I feel when it comes to that. But sure, I'll say, as the biggest Laker man out here, are you giving away a ring to those boys for, you know, their regular season performance? Fuck no. Like, <laughs> like, like Jamal was saying earlier, their that their participation led to a two and ten start, and it didn't get any better. About a half is about a half. Nah, bro, I'm not gonna. Nah, 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 bro. I'm not about to continue and just sit here and try to say it's their fault that they can't went two and ten, bro. That was just you not about to say. Yeah, I agree with that. It ain't necessarily their fault. I'm not saying how to be a head coach. Nah, bro, you just said that, bro. Their attitude in the locker room was a big part of the reason why the Lakers couldn't even get held together, bro. Hey, bro, Russell Westbrook and Pat Bev. Russell Westbrook and Pat Bev never liked each other, bro. They were fake. What does that have to do with anything? Well, the Lakers, that's the, the Lakers signed them though. They they signed Patrick after a year what after the Russell Westbrook joint. Then they brought in Patrick Beverly, thinking Russell was gonna rock. But you know, Russell ain't no bitch. He ain't gonna. They're leave. friends. That's why Patrick Beverly said, "Yeah, I was talking to Russell Westbrook," and they said, "Yeah, if they win a ring, they're friends." So I don't know what narrative you're looking that's at. Bullshit. They go, bro. I, I would see during the game, bro. This yeah, during the game is a different mindset. And the nigga Russell Westbrook is just like, nigga, I'm not listening to you. Like, nigga, that bet wasn't getting no respect from Russell Westbrook, bro. Russell Westbrook was not. That but I don't get how that's relevant. How is that, that how does that make that them cool Because if you're if if you're if those two niggas aren't on the same page or if there's like some kind of secret hatred, bro. Other players on the team is going, you know, it's going to affect other players on the team. It's going to affect the chemistry. It's going to affect the chemistry. And then Russell Westbrook having trouble accepting his 
his, his role coming see, off the bench, right closing, in fairness, bro. not closing. All that shit affects your team, bro. No, bro. Stop making fake narrative. You saying he didn't bro, bro. He sat on the bro. When did he complain? When did he say anything, bro? He just did what he was asked, bro. Niggas be making up these fake little joints talking about. But but then you get mad when you you get mad when you get benched for the end of the game because you making ten, you over here making ten turnovers. Who doesn't get mad, bro? AD was pouting, bro. Everybody gets mad. Niggas, okay, niggas get mad, but niggas don't get mad when they're playing like shit and the coach makes adjustments to sit your ass down. Yes, they do. Your man gets gets mad and and commits the dumbest fouls in the game, bro. Come on, bro. That's not smart. But I'm just saying, though, you can't use him as a scapegoat for why you went two and ten, bro. It was, I was watching the game, bro. Your man's, your man's, he didn't show up a lot of the games, too, bro. Glassman. He didn't do much either, too, bro. So that's all I'm saying. Don't try to put everything on on Russell. Like those two niggas Russell. you named are the reason why our season is even where we are right now. I'm saying though, those niggas, I don't look to them. For, I don't look to them for do much, bro. They're side pieces, bro. That's all I'm saying. I need the main niggas to do their thing. They did. That's why the team is in the playoffs right now. Now, no, but they wasn't doing anything earlier. That's when why one, was- when one, when one was hurt, the other one was carrying the team, bro. What are you talking about? But that's why when, you when AD was awesome. out, LeBron did the best he could to help to the team win as much as he can. When LeBron was out, AD did the same thing. I just just yeah, ask me this question, bro. Prime no more, so he can't get them wins like I used to. And AD, we all know, you know, he be bullshitting sometimes, so. I mean, it is what it is, bro. That's why y'all weren't winning like that. But y'all got a better bench now to help y'all win. Because I remember y'all went on a little streak when LeBron was resting, or I'm not resting, but when LeBron was hurt, um, y'all went on a streak. But y'all had better pieces around it. But then at the same time, bro, like LeBron and AD, like earlier before the trade, was hurt in and out and weren't closing games that well either. Like it's because it's the team was some shit, bro. But what percentage you you're relying on you're relying on Russell Westbrook. We I remember a few games, niggas was like Russell Westbrook has to take this game over. Right. Like, oh, Tell me what percentage on, is their fault. Tell me percentage is what percentage is uh Westbrook and Patrick Beverly's fault. Tell me the percentage. That's one I'm I'm for, curious. For the Lakers having a start? Yes. Tell me the percentage. Bro, what they're like they're 50 percent, bro. So them two players were fifty percent of the reason as to why oh the Lakers. Oh my god, bro! Come on, man. I, I wouldn't give them two niggas fifty, bro. bro. I would give them- <laughs> How much you expecting from them, bro? How much are you expecting from these niggas? Our, our role players, the role players that replace them, are the reason why we're in the playoffs right now. No, you're not, bro. Malik Bisley's not doing shit, yeah, bro. He's yeah. that's the only nigga. That's the only nigga that's not oh, doing bro. shit, bro. We're talking about the point guards, man. We're talking about the point guards. What? Mo Bamba is more valuable than Pat Bev. He hasn't done nothing. Mo Bamba hasn't even touched the floor. Pat what the Bev fuck does Pat Bev do? Man, come on, what bro. You sounded lost do, right now, bro. bro. What did Pat Bev do positively for what the Lakers? What has Bamba done? He hasn't even touched no, the floor. But did, At least but Pat did, played. But what does, what does Pat Bev bring positively to the team? Uh, energy. Energy hard. The wrong energy. And he, can, he, he brings that on, Dylan. Man. He brings the Dylan Brooks energy. 
but, but he well can get away with it. He can get away with that Dylan Brooks bullshit. He he talks the same shit. He doesn't do nothing. All he does is talk, okay. nigga, bro. He does exactly what, what does Dylan Mo Brooks Bamba does. do? What does Mo bro, Bamba do? Bamba can shoot the three and block. No, no, no. Come I know on, what he bro. can do, but what does he do for y'all? I mean, bro, I he hasn't even played like, enough. He hasn't played enough. My, when he my point, play. bro. He hasn't played. That's my okay. thing. So he so, can, and when he does play, he's more productive than Pat Bev, bro. How do you know that, though? You haven't seen him. Because the play. games that Mo Bamba has played, the nigga, those games, the nigga what made like games? Two from four, like, bro, two what games? Though, before bro. the nigga I got at least hurt. Remember Patrick Beverly in a Laker uniform on the court? Uh-huh. I have yet to see Mo Bamba with my own two eyes. The nigga got play. hurt. You know that, right? So you take a nigga over hurt at the end of the season. He had an ankle I injury. He was I didn't know that. He was playing. And I know that. He was playing. And the games that he was playing, brother, your man's was striking at least two threes a game, three blocks, two blocks a game. Oh, he was it, bro. Stop lying, bro. You're gassing it. All right, look. Look it up. You're gassing it, bro. I'm not gassing, bro. So yeah, we can definitely look up the Lakers stats right now. Hold on. That's what he was doing, You're saying he's doing all this. He wasn't. He wasn't. He barely even played. But when he played, that's what he was doing. And I'll take that over Pat Bev. I mean, bro. I, I'll take Mo Bamba over Pat Bev too, but I was specifically talking about for the Lakers. Like, what did he do for the Lakers for you to be right. like? And the Mo Bamba averaged 3.7 points, 4.6 rebounds, and 0.6 blocks with the Lakers. This shit. He only played like three games. He played nine games. Two threes he in played a, in nine in games and averaged 9.8 minutes. He did nothing. 10 minutes a game, bro. He did That's nothing. Yeah, they give you 10 minutes floor. a game because you ain't worth nothing, nothing more than that. He sucks. Uh, it's just it is what bro, it is, he's bro. off his name he's going off the mo bamba name yeah bro. that's on, and bro. that song is out of here who who's even the name right, of the bro, artist the that fuck? made that song man okay what the fuck nigga mo bamba what? is not yes. he's still a young nigga like what what the fuck you expect him to do he's still i'm still picking him over pat excuses bro you so you're taking a nigga that hasn't done nothing over Beverly, but I get it. But you're putting fifty percent on Beverly, a nigga. Why are you putting yeah, so much your Beverly, energy, bro? Your energy is contagious, bro. No, 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 no. He made one. It's the reason why is. the Memphis Grizzlies got rid of Dylan Brooks, bro. Now nah, that's scapegoatish. What they did with Dylan Brooks, that's some scapegoat bullshit that they did. I mean, we Brooks, can talk I mean, about that. It's the same. They, it's not the same. The reason why they got rid of. The reason why they got rid of Dylan Brooks is because he wanted an increased role on offense and he wanted $25 million a year. And he sucks. Yeah, you're not getting $25 million a year if you any a bigger role on offense when you suck on offense. You can't shoot. can't create your own shot. You just talk noise. <laughs> $25 million a year for that? Please. You better go to I time. Didn't, I didn't know that. That was... I didn't hear those stipulations. I didn't know that's what that nigga wanted. That's I know he wanted a bigger he's role. Not coming back under any circumstance, because yeah, but nigga that don't, yeah, but a nigga that don't do shit but run around talking shit should get a ring. Get out of here, bro. bro. I didn't agree with that, but I mean, hey, we, we were just talking about all that Obama and. Because the, the thing was, what has Patrick Beverly done for your Lakers and Mo Bamba done for your Lakers? That was the argument. It wasn't like 
we're picking Patrick Beverly over Mo Bamba like today or nothing. It was specifically what has them two done for the Lakers. And I looked at what Mo Bamba done for your Lakers. And if I had to pick what Patrick Beverly did for the Lakers and what Mo Bamba's done for the Lakers, I'm taking Patrick Beverly, bro. Because he's done more for the Lakers. He had more time to do. That's okay. my point. Right? Like the man was getting minutes that he should have never gotten in the first place. But, but Mo Bamba only was What's touching the floor for nine minutes again a day. I mean, a game for the nine games he played nine minutes. There's 48 minutes in a in a game, bro. He only touched the floor for nine of them. That means what? He probably he comes in when niggas are tired. He's a, comes he's in a, when it's garbage time. Or okay. garbage time. I bet was starting. Your man was getting more. Like I bet was bro. getting was getting more minutes than Dennis Schroeder. Bro, that's whose fault is that, bro? That sounds like the coaching staff's fault. That's okay, Darvin Ham. That's what I'm saying. So blame Darvin Ham. So what? The players he had more time to be productive, but he wasn't doing does. shit. Exactly, Dan. You exactly. have more time on the floor to be productive. What are you doing? Uh, You're doing nothing. Then why didn't you make the coach's decision? Why didn't you switch him out, bro? That's whose fault is that? What you Nick, mean? Why didn't you not, switch him out? He bro, got moved. Bro, moved. If I'm performing, bro, if I'm, a, if I'm performing and my, and my coach or my leader doesn't say anything, I'm going to keep doing the fuck I'm doing until I'm moved. That's it's exactly what happened. To move him. was doing what he was doing until he got skated, bro. Until he got moved. Yeah, but don't use him as a scapegoat. You knew he was trash before you got him. You knew he was slight. You knew he couldn't shoot. Hey, you knew he was talking. We shit. didn't bring. We didn't bring him in. We didn't bring him in to fucking make a to make a change for real. We just brought him in as a body that. Oh, you brought, brought him in for change, bro. Stop lying. And you brought him in bro, for change. Bro, is not a nigga that we brought in to help us win. Oh a my gosh, bro! Do I have to Stop bring the that. up? Stop it! I bet. Stop it, bro. Stop it. You say you think the Lakers brought him. Patrick Beverly, because you thought that that would help them win a championship. No. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. The Lakers oh, did not bring that what nigga I'm telling in. You is that, what I'm telling you is that he's going to help them win a championship, bro. Oh, they brought that nigga in because they were desperate for pieces on the defensive end, and that's that's where they lacked. So the Lakers did the desperate no, move and got Patrick Beverly. No, no, no. What happened is I'm going to tell you what happened because the Lakers' defense was small at the beginning of the season. That oh. was where they were hurt. No, you niggas fell for the okie doke. You niggas fell for the okie doke. Pastor Beverly was on his little tour on ESPN, and you dumbass niggas signed it. That's on we you. Desperate. Don't try to put it on Beverly, we nigga. It's on you. Y'all fell for the okie doke. They were trying to, were trying trying to remove Russell without removing Russell. They was hoping it would have exactly, ruffled some feathers, and Russell would have been like, it's yeah, on I know. You. So y'all don't see the Lakers desperate. That's desperation, bro. Y'all want to be desperate because y'all got LeBron James and like he's in the tail end of his career and like you can't waste that. So of course y'all gonna be desperate. Regardless. Yeah, that's why we got Russell Westbrook and Pat Bev, two okay. niggas that shouldn't that's even be playing smart. with each other, bro. Accountability. Where's accountability come in? Where's the accountability come in? Let's not forget LeBron for James who? asked for Russell Westbrook to be there. Exactly. Accountability, bro. Accountability. Why is LeBron so? If LeBron sees something good in a player, why did he take accountability for the player being some shit? Because he brought him. Doesn't the GM? All right, bro. All right, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't time get out, it. Time out. 
LeBron is looking at the best in you. He's looking at the best in you. He's not looking for the negativity in you. And if he does see negativity, he's he's trying to override the negativity. He's looking at the positive end of it more. He's looking at the good side. If you don't look at the negative in something and then the negative bites you in the ass, then whose fault is that? Exactly. It's your fault. But but bro, you're not gonna blame Russell Westbrook for his trash ass fucking oh, playing ways. You knew, you knew about him before he got there. Yeah, but like, but but again, yeah, he was playing. Russell Westbrook's play didn't change exactly. Playing with y'all, he still played the same. He just started missing more shots and everything because it was disingenuous why y'all brought him in in the first fucking place. So it was never good energy at, to, from Jump Street. And then like you can't control a nigga making stupid fouls. LeBron James was trying to prove a point. Like, yeah, I can win a championship with Russell Westbrook. Y'all talking all this shit. Watch, yep. I'm going to be able to win a championship with Russell Westbrook. And then y'all going to see how vicious I am. He couldn't win yep. with KD. Watch, he going to win with me. And then lo and behold, look what happened with everybody else. The same thing that happened with LeBron happened with everybody else. You can't win with that man. And then he did a 180. That's why Russell Westbrook, you remember the last little scene where LeBron James and Russell Westbrook, Russell wasn't even trying to get that nigga the time of day because it was all bullshit behind the scenes, bro. Come on, man. Like, at the end of the day, you got to be accountable for what you, what you wanted. Like, you wanted Russell Westbrook. You got a nigga on the team. You knew he played the same style. You got a nigga on your team that was, was when it was time to get hungry. The nigga is saying, "Oh, let's 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 have fun." First of all, most of all, let's have fun, guys. Don't forget. Right. Come on, bro. I don't want that nigga on my team, bro. Then the same dude, I don't want bro. That nigga on my team. He plays a hundred percent from tip to the end of the game, bro. And, Just and it's he not smart. You can play a hundred percent, but that don't mean it's smart. Yeah. Russell Westbrook plays stupid, bro. Okay. He plays retarded. He's been like that way before exactly. when he was in OKC. When him okay. and KD playing together. And LeBron James still said, I want him. So who, so who are we supposed to look to over uh, Russell Westbrook at the time? Who were we supposed to go after instead of Russell Westbrook? Bro, hey, I don't care you. about the Lakers like this. I'm ready to dip, man. <laughs> I'm out <laughs> There was no better choices. We had other playoff series to talk about. We didn't even get there because of the dumbass Lakers, man. I can't wait till they get out this series. Get out of here, man. Oh my God. All right. This own it, bro. This own it. We didn't even get to talk about well, we talked about in Miami or the Suns and the Nuggets. Yeah, we'll get there next week. Too much oh, game from the talk, Suns. man. Hey, the Suns might not be there next week. Yeah, they, can, they can slide out too, man. Let Trey Bond? Oh, Lord, please. Golden State win. Oh, my goodness. Oh, sure. 50% of the blame goes to role players. All right. Y'all hey, stay blessed. Trey Bond? 